Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps and you'll get $10 off your first Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, November 2nd, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Check me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account. That's at Talkin' Hockey. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some real good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are now into November. Pretty crazy, seems like October flew right by us. I hope you all had a great Halloween weekend filled with lots of fun and festivities. I hope all your costumes were rocking. And hey, if you have any Blackhawks costumes you would like to share uh, a picture of, go and tweet that to me at capital L capital O underscore Blackhawks on Twitter. I'll be sure to give it a retweet. Always have to support my fellow Hawks fans. Or if you just had an awesome costume that's totally unrelated to the Blackhawks and the game of hockey that you still wanted to share, go ahead and tweet that to me too. I would love to see what all of you had on for Halloween. I thought I had a pretty solid costume. I dressed up as Jack-Jack from The Incredibles. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, I'm about 5'8", 5'8 half, maybe on a good day, so... Yeah, kind of got the short end of the stick on that one. My dad's about six foot to make matters even worse. But anyways, I was Jack-Jack from the, uh, from the Incredibles, and my good buddy, who's about six foot three, 280 pounds or so, he'll tell you he's about 260, but we, we all know he, he's pushing three bills. But anyways, he was Mr. Incredible. Well, I was little baby Jack-Jack. It got some good laughs for sure. I was happy with it. Uh, but anyways... Share with me your Halloween costumes if you so please, and I really hope you all had a fun Halloween weekend. It's always awesome when Halloween is either on a Friday uh, Friday or Saturday, so we get a couple extra days to celebrate. Alright, let's get into a little bit of Blackhawks news now from over the weekend. But before we do, I quickly just want to remind you all that the Lockdown Podcast Network is now in off-season mode for their NHL channels, which means we'll only be doing three episodes a week instead of five. But if some breaking Blackhawks news does hit, I'll be sure to get out a short episode to share my thoughts on the matter and whatnot. So I just wanted to be sure to let you all know that information, especially all the daily listeners who I appreciate so, so much, really more than you all know. Uh, The Locked On Blackhawks podcast, it'll be going to three episodes a week throughout the month of November. And that's just because the amount of news coming out right now is so low. Free agency is basically all but over. All the Hawks have left to do is sign Dylan Strom still, so... That's the reason for going to three days a week lately on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Blackhawks news. 
What I wanted to start off the show with today is some noteworthy quotes we got from head coach Jeremy Colleton on Sunday night as he did a Q&A interview with the NHL's Tracy Myers. Colleton, he touched on a lot of subjects in this interview from Andrew Shaw's health status to what's going on with Brent Seabrook next season. But I wanted to get into first, um, what I wanted to get into first, excuse me, is actually the first question that Tracy asked Jeremy Colleton, which was about the goaltending situation heading into next season. Tracy asked, with Malcolm Subban and Colin Delia, what have you seen from each or both to believe they'll be the answers in goal this season and beyond? And basically what Jeremy said, I'm not going to read the whole quote, it's way too long. But basically, he confirmed kind of what we already knew, which is that Subban, Colin Delia, and he made sure to include Kevin Lankinen in this group as well. But he said that all three of those guys are they're in an open competition for the two NHL spots this season after they've all really shown that they can get the job done at the AHL level in the past. More so, Subban, he's shown that he's a capable backup at the NHL level. He hasn't really shown that... He could be a starter, but he's been he's been a solid backup. But now the question is, can either of those three establish themselves as a bona fide everyday NHLer? And Colleton said that until we give them until we give them that opportunity, the Blackhawks in their front office they can guess, but it's hard to know the answer to that question for sure without giving them the opportunity. So they're going to get their chance in camp and possibly in the preseason if there is one to show that they can be a number one goaltender for this team in the 2020-21 regular season and going forward. And the last thing that Colleton said on this topic, it's actually probably one of my favorite quotes of his tenure as head coach here, but he said, it's like, just give me a chance. Perfect. Here it is. Run with it. And what he was saying, he's, what he said, it's like, just give me a chance. He's imitating a player, basically, because players, all they want is an opportunity to play. All they want is a chance to prove themselves. And Colleton's acknowledging that. He said, it's like, just give me a chance. Perfect. Here it is. Run with it. And that's the mentality it has to be going forward, not only for the goaltender position, but for the entire Blackhawks organization as well, we know a lot of young players are going to get their opportunities in the next couple of years. We're allowing these players probably to have a bit longer of a leash now that we've openly communicated a rebuild is taking place. But at the same time, these players, they still have to make the most of the opportunities they get in order to be a part of this core group going forward. And if they don't take advantage of these opportunities, then they probably won't be here to see the upside of what the Hawks are trying to do right now by giving some leeway and giving the youth group the chance to gain this valuable experience while the organization is at least aware that competing for a Stanley Cup, yeah, that's going to be damn near impossible with the roster makeup at the moment. So I like hearing that from Jeremy Colleton. I like what he, uh, uh, I liked what he had to say on his goaltending situation heading into the next season. And yeah, open competition coming from those three guys. Here's your opportunity. Make the most of it. Run with it and prove you're going to be the starter for the Chicago Blackhawks next season. So yeah, that's what head coach Jeremy Colleton had to say on what's going on with these uh, his three goaltenders heading into the 2020-21 NHL regular season. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to continue to break down Colleton's Q&A interview with the NHL's Tracy Myers. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. 
all of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com today for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off of your first Built Bar order. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. All right, so we just finished talking about Jeremy Colleton's thoughts on the team's goaltending situation for the upcoming season. Now continuing to talk about his Q&A with the NHL's Tracy Myers. I also wanted to bring up what Colleton had to say about Brent Seabrook's role for the team next season. Colleton was asked if it's better for Seabs to play fewer games or fewer minutes next season, and if he's more of a mentor than an everyday player at this point of his career. And Carlton said that it's kind of hard to answer those questions right now because a lot depends just on how Seabrook looks during training camp after coming off of his surgeries to two surgeries to uh, he had two surgeries to his hips and a shoulder surgery. So it's not like these surgeries were minor by any means. And also we have to kind of wait and see how the young players look during training camp as well. So Carlton, he didn't really give Myers a straight up answer here. But it is still a little hard to judge how all the pieces exactly are going to fit in a couple of months. One thing Colleton did say, though, is that Seabrook, he's looking to get into the lineup. And that shouldn't come as much of a a surprise because we've heard Sieb say in the past that he wants to play. And he doesn't think he should be a seventh defenseman for this team or anything. And that whole situation could make for quite the controversy during the early parts of the season. But at the moment... Colleton, he didn't want to give any definite answers because just so many things could change in the coming months. Colleton was also asked about Andrew Shaw's health status and whether or not he had been keeping any contact with Shaw during the offseason. And Colleton said that he spoke with Shawzy in between the bubble and the NHL draft just to kind of check in. And he said that Shaw has remained positive, but of course, with having some concussion battles himself during his playing career, Colleton knows... He doesn't want to nail down a a potential return date or put anything set in stone at the moment just because a concussion, that's an injury unlike any other. It's so hard to put your finger on when someone can return from that. So he really just said that they're still going to wait and see what happens for next year, but they're certainly hopeful that Shaw is able to return to the lineup and provide the team with some much-needed energy and tenacity in their forward group because... Uh, Jeremy Calton and the whole Blackhawks organization, they know just how important Andrew Shaw and his role is to their success as a team. 
The last topic from this interview that I wanted to bring up was Jeremy Colleton's thoughts on Kirby Doc from last season and what the expectations now are going forward. And Colleton, of course, like the rest of us, obviously noticed the progression that Kirby made last season where he went from playing around what eight to ten minutes a night early on in the season where and then he turned into um a player that was leading our forward group in ice time on a couple of occasions during the 2020 postseason and the one thing that Colleton wanted to add was that Doc earned that playing time in the postseason and that that's kind of the example really right there that the Blackhawks are trying to set with their youth group at the moment they're they're gonna give young kids the opportunity to play and if they make the most of those opportunities it doesn't matter what age you are you're gonna get rewarded with ice time if you play well and Colleton he also added that the development for Doc and kind of this kind of ties into just the rest of the young players on the roster, but he added that the development for these guys, it may not be the prettiest because m- mistakes, they're surely going to be made when the Blackhawks are taking this route and where they're giving the youth movement all the opportunities in the world to prove themselves. Obviously, there's going to be mistakes when you go that route, but that's it's kind of all part of the plan. Growth is made through learning experiences, and we certainly saw that with Kirby Doc last season. There were definitely ups and downs throughout the year, Calton even touched on uh, his inability to shoot the puck when he had a clear lane. He tried to make the fancy play and pass it through a defender on a couple occasions. So he talked about those ups and downs. But in the end, Kirby Doc was one of our best players in our most crucial games of the season. And why is that? It's because he got the experience during the regular season and he was ready to make an impact because... He had been there and done that plenty of times already throughout the year. I know he only played 60 games, but still, that's a a big chunk of a regular season. And that right there is exactly the hope that the Blackhawks have with a lot of their top prospects in the next couple of seasons. So I thought it was really cool to hear Jeremy touch on that and kind of talk about where he sees Kirby Dak going in the next couple of years. We know he's going to be slotted in as that second line center, probably playing with Patrick Kane to start the season. And I'm really excited for Kirby to play 18 to 20 minutes per game on a nightly basis for the Chicago Blackhawks next season. All right, I think that takes care of everything I wanted to discuss from Jeremy Colleton's Q&A session with the NHL's Tracy Myers. Coming up in just a minute is our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their recent draft picks and their moves during the free agency period. Okay, we just wrapped up Jeremy Colleton's Q&A session with the NHL's Tracy Myers. Now that brings us to our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. The first question I want to answer today comes from at Lucas Reichel season on Twitter, who's 
got a couple of questions that have been answered on the podcast in the past. At Lucas Reichel season asked this weekend, quote, if Luke, if Lankinen and Delia can hit lightning in a bottle, can the Blackhawks be a sleeper team next season? And I thought this was an interesting question for a couple of different reasons, so I wanted to be sure to answer it. Why I think this is so interesting, though, is because last season, when we saw Corey Crawford at his best, the Blackhawks were in most games. And yeah, that does obviously tend to happen in the NHL. Goaltending is a really important position, arguably the most important in professional sports. And I'm not trying to compare Kevin Lankinen Callan Delia or Malcolm Subban to Corey Crawford because, yeah, they're not even in the realm of comparison. But goaltending, it's it's just a weird position, man. Like, people people come out of nowhere in this position and steal the Stanley Cup for teams. Like, let's 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 go back a little bit. This is off the top of my mind. Just some goaltenders who have come out of nowhere to win the Stanley Cup. The first one that comes to mind, 2004, Cam Ward as a rookie with Carolina. He wins the Stanley Cup with them. No one saw that coming. Obviously, Antiniemi with the Blackhawks in 2010 is one that comes to mind. Matt Murray with the Pittsburgh Penguins in back-to-back years. Look what he's done since then. He hasn't been very good, and he came out of absolutely nowhere to win the Stanley Cup for Pittsburgh in his first two seasons in the NHL. And then there's also Jordan Bennington with the St. Louis Blues, and I probably missed a couple goalies in there as well. So what I'm just trying to get at is crazy things happen with goaltenders in this league, and I'm not, neither Subban, Delia, or Lankinen are going to backstop this roster to a Stanley Cup. But what I'm more so trying to say is that there's a chance one of these three guys gets hot during the regular season, and the Hawks, if, if that happens, they can go on some runs, especially if the defense can be a little bit better than they were last season. In the second half of last season, the Hawks were a much better team than they were in the first half. If they played in the first half how they did in the second, they would have been pushing 100 points. So if they get better defensively and if one of our three goaltenders catches lightning in a bottle per se and becomes a certified number one goaltender for this team, then... There is a chance that the Hawks flirt with a playoff position and could surprise some people in the Western Conference, but still, they're not a legit sleeper, if you mean, putting together a run at the Stanley Cup and putting together a good run in the playoffs. They're just not there yet in terms of overall talent, but I do think there's a good chance we are a lot, not a lot better, but we're going to be a better team than people expect if we are able to solidify our goaltender position. The second question I wanted to answer today comes from Alexa Morris, who emailed in the podcast this weekend and asked, what exactly should the Blackhawks do with Alex Nylander? With all the additions lately, I don't know where he plays in the lineup next year. And yeah, I mean, I've been asking myself the same question, Alexa. And just to recap, the Blackhawks, they certainly added a lot of pieces to their bottom six forward group this offseason. Matthias Yanmark from the Dallas Stars got signed. Lucas Walmark from the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes. Brandon Peary was brought in in the trade for Dylan Secura. Zach Smith, he wasn't able to be bought out. Pia Suter, he signed from overseas. So yeah, there's a lot of guys there, and it makes it tough to see exactly where Alex Nylander will fit into this lineup because I I think he's going to be a bottom six piece. I don't think he's going to start the season on the top line next to Jonathan Taze and Dominic Kubalik unless he has a standout training camp because he looked nothing like a top liner when he was playing with those guys last season. And you'd have to figure, as I said, he's going to start the year in the bottom six. But again, there are so many pieces there already that it's just hard to see where everyone fits. So yes, Alexa, 
uh, almost said Alexis, excuse me, Alexa, I too am confused on what will happen with Alex Nylander, but like Colleton said in his Q&A, there is still a lot that needs to happen before the first game of the year, so we'll just have to wait and see how everything plays out in training camp, but at the moment, it's definitely tough to see where Nylander would get into the lineup, but at the same time, he's still very young, and he was a big acquisition for this team, so I fully expect the Blackhawks to give Alex Nylander his opportunities early in the year to prove himself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Monday, November 2nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.